Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know a dirty little secret about a secret little show. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Wednesday, home day, February 22nd. You know what it means? Wednesday, we got V Hill in the house. Nice. Hey, V. How are you? Fresh off crushing me in my trivia dreams. Did I? Okay. Yeah. All that shit talking, Sarah. I know. Turns out I'm a loser, just like you guys. Dude, I'm telling you when you have the card, it's like, you numbnuts, how do you not know this? And yeah. then when you're on the other side, you're like overthinking. You're like, it's, the pressure gets to you, man. It's an yeah. intense game. Pressure. Stupid. Pressing down pressure. on me. Pressing down, down on you. on me. Play those kids cards. Okay, so this guy is a dad. And uh, the bad advice is about his 29-year-old daughter. So she is a grown woman. She's a grown-ass woman. When she was 22, she had a baby with a guy named Randy. And they broke up, but they amicably, soon after the little boy, Cole, was born. uh, She had uh, the daughter, Louise, has full, complete custody of him. She's nursing him. And then they shared custody after that. About four years ago, she decided, I'm going back to school. So, and she wanted to do it at the same school she'd started. So it's out of state. And so she leaves the little boy, Cole, with the dad and the dad's parents. And I think the dad's brother, like the kid's uncle, right? Uh, So the kid's up there, they're up in Oregon, whatever. And they're the kid being taken care of. So last year, Louise finally graduates. Cole, by the way, is doing great with dad, uncle, paternal grandparents. Uh, Now, uh, the dad is moving to the East Coast to be with his new girlfriend or old girlfriend. I don't know. Well, part of that letter, I think, was that the dad felt like, hey, now that my wife or my the mom has finished school, she can come back and do her part. Right. I'm leaving to go live with my girlfriend on the East Coast. Wasn't that the way that was sort of worded? Mm, Let's see. Dad. Either way, the dad leaving the kids still is shocking as well. Like, right. wait, Same with the no mom, one, though. neither like, of these parents is willing to accept responsibility for their spawn. No, and the baby, basically, Randy is the boyfriend, that the one that she had the baby with. That's the dad. Mm-hmm. So Randy and Louise, and Cole's the little boy. Louise finishes school, does not go collect Cole. Randy leaves because his parents are going to move with their baby up to Oregon. And they're all fine with it. And the only person who isn't is this dad who's like, um, I'm upset that Louise has made no effort to regain custody of her son, whom she chose to have. Oregon's, or Oregon. Oregon's a lot less expensive to live in. Uh, so it's not like my daughter Louise can say, well, it's too expensive to live there. She could just go move up there. Or she could just take the kid. It's her kid. A parent should have the so anyway. Why are they acting like this is a fucking dog? Like, uh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I'm sorry, They're acting like, like this is a dog. That's an excellent. That's way exactly of putting why it. this was one of those that stuck with me. Like I, I left and just I was. It's going through my head. Like I can't imagine how this Louise lady is just off in her own world. Going, I don't. 
I don't need to d- take care of my child at all because someone else has got this. Yeah, yeah. He's with, with no idea, like no parents, no guilty conscience towards that's my child. Mm-hmm. I carried that child. I birthed that child. They were nice enough to let me go finish college, but now I decided life's good without a baby. I'm happy. And, yeah. I don't need a child. for going back to school, but also, and I, th- I feel it's hard for people to listen to me to judge parents because I don't have kids, but I feel I do have maternal instincts and love children, but I just couldn't give my kid to my baby daddy for years no. Because I want to go back to school. Like, I just can't wrap my head around that. But anyways. All right. So I've got a, I have a couple of responses uh, for this. Oh, did you say you put these in the main folder? Yep. Okay. Follow up plus new question. Okay. Uh, this is, oh, is this from the guy that wrote the letter? Uh, I didn't even read. I was just going through as many as I could. Let's see. Uh, uh, hang on. This is has nothing to do with this. Yeah, it's probably a follow up for I, something. This is yeah. this is a follow up to "Am I the asshole?" This came in. This is also new, so I just put the, it in. Well, yeah, it's not the one. Let me look yeah. again here. Uh-huh. Bob's email. Got it. All right. All right. So here's a response that we got from uh, one of our listeners. Thank you, uh, Bryn at RadioAlice.com. If you have your own two cents to put in, or a story or a question. Uh, Hey, love you all. I had some thoughts about the bad advice for Bob and his daughter, Louise. I think the first thing Bob should do is speak to a child psychologist who has experience with families and situations like his. It was my first instinct to think that the best thing for Cole would be to be with his biological parents, but a child psychologist might have a different view. It might be in the best interest for the child to stay with his paternal grandparents. Being passed around could cause Cole to have trust or abandonment issues, and at seven, He won't be able to fully understand what's going on. I also think there could be some mental health issues that he isn't aware of. Postpartum depression isn't always something that happens within the first few months after giving birth. It can last years. Louise's decision to go back to school out of state could have been due to her having depression or feelings of inadequacy as a mother. What what the dad is seeing from her now could be due to guilt. She may feel bad about leaving her child and now feels as though she doesn't have the right to come back into the child's life on a full-time basis. I'm thinking there's more here than just an entitled 29-year-old. Or maybe not. I don't know. I think a good, honest conversation with her would really help Bob and Louise. And that was one of the things we talked about, like, that why... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why would Bob be afraid to bring this up with his own daughter? Like, he was afraid she'd be upset by it. Mm-hmm. And that was where Vinny was talking about the helicopter parenting that everyone's been doing. And when you never make a kid have to own up to any of their mistakes or their responsibilities. So just not knowing any of their personalities either to sit back and, like, try and assess a situation. Like, if we knew them better, we could be like, oh, well... Yeah, that dad never wants to scold his child, so that makes sense. And she, you know, it's like we have no basis of these people's past or or actions or anything like that. But I I don't know. I think her going back to school was amazing. Um, But, yeah, the back and forth and, like, 
you know, when my parents split, they were like, look, your mom has custody when your dad wants to see you. There's no fighting about it. Like, go hang out, go to dinner, do whatever. Because the back and forth for a kid is a lot. Then you're putting years into it. So we've spent years. And I think that kids having, you know, what do you call it? Not a pattern, but a routine, a routine. and stuff like that. It's, it's important for them and their growth. So he's he's been here for years. I don't know, four, however long college is, three for her. She went back. And now he's going to go to someone else. Like, that's a, that's a lot for a kid as their brain is growing and developing. So I, I don't know what the best is. That's hard to say. But that's that's a lot of moving and Well, I'm mad at both the, the mother and the father. And I feel like maybe the most stable environment for him to be in is with those is grandparents. grandparents. Yeah. Well, because clearly, and I'm not calling them selfish. I don't know them. But mm. she's going to school. Now she's done with school. And the dad's first thought is, Okay, now I'm going to move, so this is you. Like, that's I, that's not really how you think. You think, okay, we have a child. How are we going to make this work? In the best interest of the child. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, it could be the grandparents. They're Maybe not try moving. Your mic. They're not going anywhere. I, I, I totally hear what you guys are saying. I would say that there's no question the most responsible party here are the grandparents. No question. I don't care what she's experiencing. I don't care what he's experienced. The dad, I mean, what he's whatever, whatever. The two people who stepped up are the grandparents, and and for that, I would say, thank God, someone stepped up and took care of this child. But that said, these are probably people who are doing it out of a a. a, a implied responsibility as Uh, they look at the two youngsters here in this scenario and they say we have to do this because they're not right and we don't think they so while i while i like that everyone's all what if she's got or what if it's she just graduated college she's not that depressed she's doing fine She's living a good life, it sounds like. Yeah, she just doesn't want to be inconvenienced by having to work around having her own child. Child. So I, I do feel like, and, and maybe I'm off, off base here, but I feel like for the grandparents, because I don't hear anything about them sending money either. I don't hear them sending money to care for this child. So here are two older people, probably, again, we're speculating, but on, a, on some kind of budget, taking care of these kids, their kids, kid, and doing so, like they had to move to Oregon. That shows that, you know, yeah. we're Tight, talking about, tight. right, tightening the belt a All little right. bit. I have a couple more responses, and I, they're longish, but this one is from a, uh, a therapist, um, oh. a family therapist. So I just wanted to respond to the grandparent who wrote in about the daughter uh, and, and her absence in her child's life. Kudos to you all. We're amazing. I can't believe we're such a good therapist. Uh, For all your responses, especially Vinny, 110% yes to everything you said and your initial reaction. As a family therapist who works with families in crisis, I can say that I have, in fact, dealt with families in similar situations. Uh, My program targets youth ages 11 to 18, so I'm working with kids in the adolescent stage. And when Vinny was pointing out that this kid is not yet old enough to fully understand or assert his feelings on the lack of presence his parents have in his life, I was adamantly nodding my head in agreement. Vinny is absolutely right. And to add to that, this kid is going to have to tackle this as he gets older and as he gains emotional insight and as his cognitive development progresses. As a result, the mental and emotional effects due to the lack of his parents' presence in his life is ultimately going to become more apparent. Uh, That said, I receive my referrals 
once the shit has really hit the fan and the kid has reached that stage of development when all the behaviors come out as a result of the trauma and mental health impact. So this kid is at seven, just brewing for when he when the hormones start going crazy and he oh, just yeah. decides that he's... Let me jump in real fast. Yeah. We were on a bus headed to Disneyland the second day of our time there. And these this nice couple, they're older grandparents of the kids. They were on their third day. And they were explaining how they'd been in Disneyland with their grandkids, which essentially is what these grandparents are doing. They're raising their own, their their grandchild. And they were like, my back hurts. My feet hurt. Our, our spirits are broken. Ah! We can barely take another minute of this. And it's I, insane. It's, it's hard effing work chasing little kids. Forget Disneyland. Day-to-day life mm-hmm. with a little kid is hard freaking work. And those grandparents aren't aging backward. So as this child needs more from them, they're going to be having a harder time. Right. And not only that, you can't be a grandparent and spoil them. That's what grandparents are. Come over, do what you mm-hmm. want. Here's a bunch of candy. Send them the fuck home. Now they have to be the parents, and that's shitty. I feel they're being robbed of an experience, and so are the grandkids. But uh, Here's one more. Uh, this email actually made my stomach hurt listening to it. Granted, every parent has their own level of involvement. Some feel no guilt or pressure when they leave their kid at daycare when they could have picked them up earlier in the day. My husband and I both work, him full-time, me part-time. I work nights, and my parents pick up the kids from school, and I go get them when I wake up. I absolutely hate it, but I feel fortunate that we have family so close that wants to help us. In fact, my parents were offended when I suggested signing them up for after-school care once they were both in elementary school. And to be honest, there are so many grandparents at school drop off and pick up, I'm assuming, due to the fact that in the Bay Area, both parents probably need to work. Uh, Cole probably doesn't even notice it. I work every other weekend, and my husband works an early Saturday once a month, so the kids have sleepovers on those weekends. Yeah, you know, cool. I, I think Cole does notice it. You are still their parents. You are still organizing this whole thing and working your lives around what your kids' needs are. These are people who are not... They're almost refusing to be inconvenienced by this child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's not a, it's my turn for, and then now it's your turn. You Maybe on a weekly basis when you drop off, but it's not like, oh, years have gone by. Like, he's keeping tabs. Like, now I'm going to take off and you take over. You're not, it's co-parenting. Like, right, it's your kid. Handing this I just don't understand like how these people can be walking away from this kid. They're tired. Well, I know. Here, here's the best, I, this is really the, the positive spin I can put on this for anyone listening to this, especially if you're younger, is that you find out real fast, like crash course, what having, being a parent and having a kid is the minute you get that child home. Everyone experiences that I can't believe they left, let us leave with this. Yeah. And it's still here. Wait, let me check the room again. Yeah, it's still in there. Like you find yourself going, <laughs> Jesus, we're, this is every minute, every day for the rest of our lives. Like it's a real, it's, 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 you cannot comprehend it until you get there. Right. So in theory, you might be saying, ah, we can have the kid and we'll work it all out and it'll be fine. But what you really find out is the inconvenience is for real and it's 100% of your day. Yeah. No, your life ended when you had that kid. The end. And so, and then there's a new, there's, there's new positives and, you know, there's a lot of good that comes out of it. But what I'm saying to you is, listen to this story. If you're someone that wants to do what you want, don't have kids. Yeah. That's don't okay have kids. Too. Live your life. That's yeah, right. you can do that. You don't have to have them. Right. 
Look at the life V Hale's living. Oh my it's god, it's like a fucking Amazing. dream over there. It really is. Guys. Look at her. Oh. <laughs> and fucking rolling in it. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. So tomorrow we'll try. We'll get to a new uh, to a new bad advice. But I wanted to. I'm sorry we had to reiterate that whole thing to you. But I I really no, Vinny I liked had spent it. time. How interesting. I know it's such a weird situation. So weird. All right. I feel judgy sitting here, but I know. But that's our job. Together, that is our job. We it is our it. Job. Somebody has to do it. it. Might as well be us. All right. We're good uh, at it, right? Send emails along to Bryn, B-R-Y-N, at RadioAlice.com. Thank you for being on, V. Hale. Always a delight Always. to have you here. And, Vinny, those magic words? The end. <laughs>